We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, it's Gabe time. Gabe Kuhn. Gabe Kuhn was one of the great little trivial nuggets in all football bios. His grandfather was the inventor of the Easy Bake Oven. Like a boss. The best lineman on the radio. Well, the only lineman on the radio. It's Gabe time. Game time. We're ready. The Gabe Kuhn Show. 92.9 FM ESPN. Midweek Hump Day, welcome in. June 14, 2023 edition of the Gabe Kuhn Show. I am Gabe Kuhn on Twitter at G underscore Kuhn 71, former Memphis Tiger offensive lineman. I'm alongside the executive producer of the Gabe Kuhn Show. That would be Connor Dunning on Twitter at CDunning929. Connor, what's happening, brother? What's up, sir? You good? I'm good. Man. Hanging in there? I'm good. 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 Had a little rain earlier today. I know. I to be we honest, had, we had our, we had our meeting earlier at, at about nine thirty this morning. Did yes. you see? I walked in like I had been. Uh, I walked through a monsoon. Yeah, I got asked if I, I. I got asked if I walked to work. I did not walk to work today. <laughs> I did not walk into the meeting. Uh, walked to the meeting, but I was. Uh, I was feeling it. Everything's uh, relaxed though. I can't lie, man. When when it starts off as like a cozy rainy day, it bothers me when it turns into a sunny hot day. Why? I'm a cozy guy. I'm a, I'm a rainy day guy. I enjoy it. It's really? My, my disposition. I mean, I, I enjoy the storms, but at the same time, I can't have them all the time. When I get in the mindset of it's going to be a it's gonna be a slower, rainy type of day, well, I settle into that. I dress, you know, I dress pretty. Now, I will say, in Memphis, I, like, just, I do it's, it's have, so I do have PTSD from every time my first strength coach was Rort Cutchlow there. At the University of Memphis, every time we went out to do our conditioning, it would rain directly before and then turn back into a 95-degree day with whatever, 85% humidity. Right. Right after. And we'd go out right after the (laughs) rainstorm hit. So I still have PTSD from that, so I understand. But I don't have to deal with that anymore. So I think I'm all good now. 
I like, I like, you know, I need, I need a break. I need a break from all the storms. I love me a rainy you get day too much. So weather talk off the top. We're we're off to a hot start. Three hours of talk on the way, courtesy at ninety two nine. It's FM, summertime. ESPN and yours truly. We'll start with overreaction and not an overreaction. Uh, and there's plenty to get to there. We have some uh, NBA draft rumors before we get there next week. And is it every year, Connor, that the NBA draft rumor around the Grizzlies is? Um, Zach Kleiman's looking to move up in the draft. I yes. mean, it, it's every year now. Every year. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Zion Williamson. Um, there, there's been some discussion about the Pelicans trying to move up to get a guy like Scoot Henderson at number two or number three. The Hornets and the Trailblazers hold those picks. Should they? Should they give any thought to it? And also, DeAndre Hopkins is making a uh, making a visit to uh, New England after his uh, CMA. He was at CMA Fest. <laughs> He was at CMA Fest when he was in Nashville. So we'll talk about the chances of DeAndre Hopkins landing in Nashville, even with his visit to the Patriots happening right now. Also, Brad Beal. Brad Beal could potentially be on the move. Um, if the Wizards can't surround him with talent, he says, obviously he has a no-trade clause, but he says he would he would be willing to work with them um, on, on making something happen. And if they're in a full rebuild, Connor and I have uh, hatched a plan, an idea for the Grizzlies uh, with some of that talent that they have in in Washington, who could they go after? I, I, I think I, I think the Brad Beal ship has sailed with Desmond Bain's emergence, but there's a guy that I would I would point to, I would point to as a as a target or a should be target for Zach Kleiman and the Grizzlies as far as guests are concerned. Five o'clock, Jeff Calkins will join from the Jeff Calkins Show, um, and also he's the columnist at the Daily Memphian. We have plenty to get to there. We'll talk to him about Zion NBA draft, the whole nine yards, and also. Um, Stefan Diggs came back to practice. I know we ended our conversation yesterday with Jeff about that. I'm sure he's uh, back in a better mood about Stefan Diggs being back at minicamp. And then at 6 o'clock, I, I can't wait for this, Carl Reed, who is a former coach, high school coach, uh, state championship winning high school coach in St. Louis, uh, where I'm from. I, I've, I've known of him and known him for a, for a fair amount of time. Uh, but he is now a college football analyst for 247 Sports and CBS Sports. Very in tight uh, with Deion Sanders at Colorado. We'll have that on the docket. Uh, we, he knows a lot about NIL, Transfer Portal. Uh, he has a lot of players around the country. knows a lot of coaches around the country. And also we'll have to hop into a little bit of Memphis to the Big 12 and what he thinks about it. Um, I've talked to him off the air, and he seems to think that, that Memphis to the Big 12 makes a lot of sense. And I, I, I agree with him. I really do. I really do. And then we'll hop into the Blitz around 6.30. And in the Blitz, um, I have a, a lesson that the rest of the NFL needs to learn from year two GM in Minnesota, Quezzi Adolfo Mensa. I'll get to that at about 6.30. And also, South Florida Board of Trustees have approved a plan for an on-campus stadium, $340 million. And, of course, that brings about – a lot of people in Memphis talking about an on-campus stadium for the, what, millionth time? Ten millionth time? And I still think it's a dumb conversation. But we'll talk about it when we get there. And also, have you seen this A's reverse boycott stuff? I have. It's I have seen fun. it. It's very it's fun. fun. I, I do think it's hard, though. They're 19-50, and 50, so they lead the league in losses. But they also hold the longest win streak now in Major League Baseball at seven. That's hard to do. That's really hard to do. It's very but weird. they're they're twenty eight thousand deep in uh, Oakland at that nasty stadium. And I, I if I talk to you, but I have been out to that stadium several times. I had family growing up that that lived in in Sonoma County. Uh, my grandfather, Easy Bake Oven grandfather, Stretch Armstrong grandfather. But I went out to Oakland 
a few times. I've been to every stadium in California except for Dodger Stadium. That stadium is by far the worst stadium I've ever been to. It looks gross. I mean, they had, what was it? They had raccoons in the, in the visiting TV booth. <laughs> I mean, Did it's really? all, yeah, it's awful. <laughs> it is miserable there. But A's fans are doing everything they can to show that, hey, we still have a fan base here, but this, this ownership group is miserable. And know what? Considering I am a long, people know this, I'm a long aggrieved St. Louis Rams fan. I agree with them. I agree with them. Ownership is trying to get out of town. They're doing everything they can to get out of town to Vegas. I think it's, an, you know, from a, mo- a monetary perspective, it's a good decision for that, that ownership group. But you step on a lot of toes and you, and you turn your back on a lot of fans when you, when you go through this process. And I feel like those A's fans are just, they, they're going to be long-aggrieved Oakland A's fans here going forward. They're going to be like me in the same boat as the uh, St. Louis Rams. Um, now, last night we do have another champion crowned, Vegas Golden Knights. First time ever. Six years ago. Six years ago is when they made their move to Vegas. And um, Bill Foley, their owner, said he expected a Golden Knights championship stanley cup championship in six years and in six years what happened they won the cup so that's a that's pretty impressive police said playoffs in three cup and six he got to playoffs in three he got a cup in six it's well done in vegas as far as a, and I, I know i just brought up the oakland ace but vegas as far as a sports market booming man the aces are doing really well um, you have the uh, the the golden knights finally winning a cup the raiders still have to come along even though allegiant stadium's pretty Pretty badass. It's pretty uh, cool. Um, but they're also going to get a Major League Baseball team here relatively soon. They're, they're booming. And it, it should be that way. It should be that way. Now, uh, uh, let's go ahead and open up the show, as we normally do on a Wednesday, with overreaction, not an overreaction. Now, it's overreaction or not an overreaction. We are to wild and crazy guys. That's crazy. Chill, homie. On the Gabe Gujo from 92.9. All right, Gabe. First one, Jonathan Gavoni, an ESPN NBA draft analyst, says Zach Kleiman is looking to trade up in the draft. Here's what he had to say. Memphis is another team looking to trade up into the late lottery to middle first-round portion. So my question to you, the Grizzlies will trade up and make a pick, overreaction or not an overreaction? (sighs) It's not an overreaction, although I wish it was an overreaction. I want to see them be more aggressive on the trade market and free agent market. I want to see them go after proven talent. I think a lot of people want to see that, but if they trade up and they find a, a, a pick in the teens and they find that, that missing piece, I like, what, I like what they're doing. Now, when you, when you go look at their needs going into this year, um, obviously they hold pick 25, pick 45, and pick 56. They need a catch-and-shoot threat. And tell me if, you, if this is anything new to you. They need a catch-and-shoot threat, they need positional versatility, and they need a final piece. That's what they need. They tried to do that last year, right, with David Roddy and with Jake Larry. They have they're they're lousy with a lot, and by lie I don't mean lousy in the fact that they are bad. I mean they they have a bunch of them. They have a bunch of guys that certainly fit that mold, but they have to bring them along. They've tried to get this guy forever. Zaire Williams, Jake Laravia, David Roddy all fit that bill. And if they trade up and they try to find a guy in that same mold, I just I it's bizarre to me. I wish they would find more. Proven talent, um, but obviously things have to uh, sort of uh, show themselves. Opportunities have to be out there for them to go find proven talent. We'll talk about that at the bottom of this hour when, we, when it comes to the Wizards, Bradley Beal, and a potential rebuild. But I, I am at the point where I don't think this is an overreaction because – 
The only pick that in the first round since Zach Kleiman has been a part of the Grizzlies that was not a trade-up was John Morant at number two, and that was, that was obvious. You knew what you were going to do. It was laid out for you. You had no other choice, and obviously it worked out. Um, Josh still has to get back right, yada, yada, yada. We can, we can keep litigating that. We'll get a suspen- some suspension news here relatively soon. But um, I, the only problem I have with trading up is if you're trading up into the teens or trading up to the uh, middle of the first round and you go and get another catch-and-shoot threat with positional versatility, you don't have a guarantee that that guy's going to develop. And that just becomes frustrating for me. If they sit at 25, I think there's still some – opportunity out there for him, whether it's Bryce Sensabaugh, if Chris Murray falls that far, um, that would be uh, pretty fantastic. Um, Dariq Whitehead, who shot 42% from three at Duke. Um, I, I Listen, I believe this report, but at the same time, I don't think that that's necessarily the best plan of action for the Grizzlies, but that's up to Zach. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Zach Kleiman and what he thinks is best. Yeah, you know, I'm not surprised that Zach Kleiman is looking to find ways to trade up in the first round. Like you said, that's kind of his M.O. when it comes to draft days. I'm just not sure if that's going to be the priority for them heading into the draft because, like you said, you know, I just I, it, when you look at the trades and you look at the possibilities of them to be able to move up, it's, it's kind of tough. Like, one that, you know, I was texting back and forth with Parker Fleming to try to see if he he saw maybe a pathway for it, and the one that we kind of came up with that might be possible is the Lakers have 17. You could give them 25 and 45 to move up to 17, but, you know, that's kind of like a, all right, like it's 20. You could probably get a guy like Murray there if you wanted to, if if he was really your target. That's kind of what I think might have to happen. If there's a guy that they're targeting that they think is falling, that might be when they go If they traded up to 17, I see a lot of people mocking Jordan Hawkins to the Lakers. 
What do you think about a guy like that? That's more of that Desmond Bain build than the than the the improved offensive Dylan Brooks build that you're looking for. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a good three point shooter. He scored 16 points a game for UConn in a in a title season. He's known for his shooting. That that's and he's a solid number defensive one thing. player. He's, I'll he, give him he's credit fine for that. defensively. Um, you know. He'd be fine, you know. It's but like moving is, up. Here's my thing, though, for the Grizzlies is like moving up from 25 to 17 is all just. How much does that help you long term? How much does that help you in getting a substantially better talent? Probably not that right. much. Once you get out of the lottery, you start to fall on uh, sort of you're, you're you're taking shots, and I, I obviously there's a difference between 25 and 17. There may be guys that you feel better about at 17 than you do at 25, but. I still think you're taking a shot and taking a chance like you have the the past, what, two, three years with Zaire Williams and, and uh, Jake LaRavia and David Roddy. You have guys that could potentially develop on the roster that have at least a couple of years of experience. Throwing another guy in that mix, I don't know. If, I, I just don't think that's the answer. But again... I do think there's something to Jonathan Gavoni saying this about Zach Kleiman and the Grizzlies. This is this is the playbook. This is what happens every year with Zach Kleiman. He wants to move up. He he starts to fall in love with guys. That that front office starts to fall in love with guys in the draft, and maybe they see somebody that they that they th- think won't be around at 25 that will be around there at 17, 16, whatever that pick is. So, I guess we'll see. So I I, I believe this report, but I don't know if I I don't know if I. Uh, if I necessarily like the thought of them just trading up and getting another guy with position versatility and catch and shoot ability. Yeah, like I believe the report for sure, but we've also heard Zach Kleiman say that, you know, they don't need to triple down on youth and yeah. things like that. So I think that there's gonna be an idea that if if there's somebody that they have targeted that is falling in the draft, they might try to trade up and go get him. But I think on draft day it'll be more of a priority for them to find a legitimate wing player who's established, if that makes any sense. Well, but, but if they're coming out of the NBA draft, they're not established. No, 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 right? not from the draft, a trade. Are you talking about a trade, yes. finding somebody else? Yes. But, yeah, I, 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 think that's, I think that's fair. But if they trade up and draft another wing player that, that, is, that is not established out of college, I just I, – you have so many of those guys, and you could just take a chance on those guys developing going forward. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Next up. From Brian Windhorst, the Pelicans are looking into trading up to two or three to potentially land a player like Scoot Henderson. Here is what he had to say on Get Up. It could move around the top ten in this draft, and one team that has emerged that really would like to move up from their spot at 14 of the New Orleans Pelicans, potentially hunting a, a star player uh, caliber, maybe like a guy like Scoot Henderson. Um, the Pelicans have had some cursory discussions from what I've been told. There haven't been any offers uh, made necessarily yet, but it makes you really not take too far of a leap to wonder if the, and the league is certainly wondering if the Pelicans are going to make for the first time truly Zion Williamson available ahead of next week's draft. To get up to that level in the, in the top five, you'd have to consider a player of this caliber. Um, he's obviously had injury history, a little bit of off-season drama recently. Um, so I don't know if anything's going to truly develop there, but I think it's fair to say, based on my conversations, there's, a, there's an eye being kept towards whether the Pelicans would make Zion Williamson available ahead of trying to get into that top, top end of the draft. So my question to you is the Pelicans should give serious thought to trading Zion. Overreaction or not an overreaction? Not an overreaction in the slightest. He can't stay healthy in New Orleans. And, and I, I look at that roster, Connor, and even without Zion, I like what they have, man. I really do. C.J. McCollum is a good lead guard. Brandon Ingram is, is on the precipice 
He's still relatively young, you know, that 25-26 range. He could he could grow into being some type of superstar if he gets to the peak of his powers and they start winning ball games. I think Trey Murphy is a guy that is coming into his own that that I really like. Jonas still there. I really like that team even without Zion. They should think about moving off of him considering he cannot stay on the floor. We know the talent he is, but maybe he needs a change of scenery. Maybe he needs to find somewhere else. And I don't know about you, but if I'm reading the tea leaves on everything that has happened with Zion Williamson throughout the years and uh, does he like New Orleans or not has become the question. I don't know if he necessarily loves New Orleans as a, as a destination, as where he wants to play the rest of his career. So if they make a trade to go uh, find, you know, with the Hornets or the Trailblazers to go find a guy like Scoot Henderson uh, to, to, to sort of bolster that backcourt, I think that would make a whole lot of sense. Now, the Hornets, according to Sam Amico of HoopsHype.com, says they, he wants, they want the, the moon, the stars, and something else uh, to potentially uh, move off of that number two pick. It depends what they think about is Zion Williamson, the moon, the stars, and beachfront property. You know what I mean? Do they, do they think uh, that highly of Zion Williamson? I think highly of Zion Williamson, but you still have to think about uh, his injury history and what that could potentially mean. If he if he is on your team and if he can't get on the on the court often enough, you you feel uncomfortable about that. The Trailblazers, I guess the thought process would be if they're trying to surround Dame for one more year with talent, you go get Zion. But again, can he stay on the floor? I think there's some interesting opportunities though. If the Hornets were to go get Zion, Lamelo Ball, Zion as as your young pieces, if he can stay healthy, I like that thought. I really do like that thought. But for for the for the Pelicans, I think moving off Zion, thinking of moving off Zion is the right move. I agree with you. I think that right now is a perfect opportunity for them to move off of Zion and get value back for him. You know, when you look at their roster, they're really just missing a point guard. They're missing a point guard. CJ McCollum basically was running point guard for them at the end of the season. Trey Murphy was was running the two. But let's say that you are able to make a trade with Charlotte. You send Zion to Charlotte, which I do think makes sense for Charlotte uh, big time because I think that LaMelo and Zion together could be an electric factory. But you add Scoot Henderson to this team right now that the Pelicans have. I like it for the Pelicans. I don't like it for a team that's in our division. It would be yeah. it would suck to have to play like them, it the they, but it would be very, very good for them. If they can roll out Scoot Henderson, C.J. McCollum, Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones, and Jonas, that's a pretty solid starting five. Then you got Trey Murphy coming off the bench. You still got Josh Richardson there. You got Dyson Daniels there, Jackson Hayes, yep. Larry Nance. It's a really good team if they were able to pull that off. And, and Willie Green, I think, is a really good coach. I, yes, I, I do I think he is a good coach. But he's got to have the the requisite pieces, and he's got to have, like, if you have a star like Zion Williamson, he has to be on the floor for you to really hold Willie Green accountable for what has transpired and them sort of not getting to the, the heights that they thought they were going to get to. Um, but with, with with everything that's happened, there's no reason for the Pelicans to hold off. If you, if you can trade up um, using Zion Williamson, go do it. Go do it. I don't mind that at all. Now, um, you probably, if you if you want Scoot, you're probably going to have to trade to number two. I, I I know there's been some smoke and there's been some discussions about Brandon Miller versus Scoot Henderson. I think the Hornets, if they sit at number two, will ultimately take Scoot Henderson. You take because I mean they're a bad team. They're a bad team. They haven't won a lot of games. You take the best talent at that spot if you're a bad team. And Scoot Henderson is the better talent, I think, of the two. And there's more to be built off of. Uh, with Scoot Henderson. So they're going to have to trade up to number two to go make that happen. But we'll we'll watch and see what happens throughout this process. But I, I think it's time for Zion 
um, to find a new landing spot, to find a new place that he can call home. Because New Orleans, it just hasn't worked out for him. When you think of Zion, like in my head, I can see him in a, in a Hornets jersey. For some reason, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I like it. I like yes. the fit. I mean, I, I mean, I don't. Well, th- that's sure. If you're the if you're a Hornets fan, like if you're a Charlotte Hornets fan, and they said to you, you could have, you could have two, or Zion. I think a lot of them would be like. I might want to take Zion because you know that Zion, when he plays, is going to give you 25 plus. I think there's such plus. a 50-50 split, though, on Zion and if he can stay healthy throughout sure. his career. But you could also say that about these prospects. Like, how, how do we know if they're going to be healthy? Are they going to be good fits? I think and, you've seen Zion play. When he plays, he is a dominant basketball player. I guess here's player. where I'm going with, 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 with show, Yeah, for sure. And you'll, and you'll do that. Um, and I think you'd get more national TV games. You have Zion and LaMelo at the same time. But if you, if you are the Hornets, the one holdup would be, okay, LaMelo's coming off injury. He's sure, had some that's injury a great issues. Point. Yeah. And now you have Zion with injury issues. You're taking a chance. But at the same time, you're the Charlotte Hornets. You stink. Take a chance. Why not? Might as well. You, you have the number two pick for a reason, right? <laughs> so just take take that shot and, and see what happens going into the future. I think the Blazers would make a mistake to trade that three. I've I've thought that this whole time. The Blazers so, should go to full rebuild. Just mode, rebuild. They're just, they're just rebuild. The, 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 the Dame not asking out and them not wanting to facilitate a Dame trade with Dame not asking out has been just an Achilles heel for them. Dame, I wish Dame would just go to them and say, I need, I need elsewhere. Yes. I need to go elsewhere. I like it. There's a lot of things that I respect about what Dame has done this entire time, but there comes a point where it's like, dude, stop trying to not cheat the grind. Move away. The grind is you're, holding that franchise you're, hostage. You're you're not you're not doing anything very right now. He may be dropping fifty points a game, game to game during the regular season, but that's not doing anything for that franchise long term. They need to move to a rebuild. They have a lot of young pieces. Let them move into a rebuild. Ask out. Agreed. Final topic of overreaction, not an overreaction. DeAndre Hopkins made his visit to Nashville and the Titans. They got him out to CMA Fest. He got to see Tim McGraw, Eric Church, Luke Bryan. <laughs> I wonder if he now, enjoyed it. I'm sure he did, dude. CMA Fest seems like yeah. a great time. Seems yeah. like a great time. Seems like a lot of and people. And Nissan. But a good time. Uh, Luke Bryan. So he's now set to see the Pats today and tomorrow. Regardless, it seems like the Titans visit went well. So DeAndre Hopkins will end up in a Titans uniform next season. Overreaction or not an overreaction? Overreaction. For all the reasons I've laid out here the past week and a half. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, it makes sense in the fact that they need a wide receiver, a proven commodity at wide receiver, and they need uh, someone for Ryan Tannehill to throw to. But when you look at the future of that franchise, adding DeAndre Hopkins isn't going to do anything to put you in a championship contention, playoff contention window in the next two years. You may sort of squeak in as a wild card or squeak in because you're in a bad division. But at the same time, it's not doing anything for you to pay him money for the next year or two. When you don't have a good quarterback situation, you want to move off Ryan Tannehill, you don't know if Will Levis is going to develop. Malik Willis, it feels like the ship has sailed. You certainly don't think he's going to develop. Your O-line stinks. Can you even keep uh, anybody upright long enough to throw to DeAndre Hopkins? And again, when you make a move like this and you want to go get a proven commodity, how desperate are the GM and the coach? I don't think Rand Carthon considering it's year one for him. And I don't think uh, uh, Mike Vrabel, I don't think they're desperate at all to go make a move like this. Patriots, it may work out that way, although I do question like the Bill O'Brien thing. Bill O'Brien traded away DeAndre Hopkins the first time around. He was the GM coach for the Texans, and I, I know that 
DeAndre Hopkins is not all that happy with him, but I guess a chance to play for Bill Belichick and be in that system could be could be uh, sort of enlightening and, and fun, a fun thought for DeAndre Hopkins, although it doesn't seem like a whole lot of players enjoy <laughs> their time with the Patriots all that much. But no, I don't think this makes sense. I don't think it should ultimately happen. And I think it's sort of it's 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 going to fall a, a certain way. And there's teams right now outside of the Patriots and uh, and Titans that could use DeAndre Hopkins services to go get into a championship, to go get them a championship. The Bills, the Chiefs come to mind off top. I guess the Ravens could be there, although you'd be sharing time with Odell Beckham Jr. But there's other teams out there that haven't really been discussed as far as visits are concerned that makes so much more sense for DeAndre Hopkins. Now, again, the question comes down to, is he, does he uh, want the money or does he want a championship? And at this point in his career, he's turning 30. I don't see why he wouldn't want a championship. Now, obviously, you want the requisite pay. To, you, want, you want to get your worth. But at the same time, if someone pays you a, a half to three-quarters of your worth and you go get to win a championship and you could potentially get out of that contract in a year and go – Find another. I feel like that should be the more the, the the more likely path, the better path for DeAndre Hopkins. But no, I I just for the Titans, you got to retool, you got to rebuild, you have to have more uh, understanding of what that quarterback position is going to look like, what that old line is going to look like going into the future before you start making these type of investments. Yeah, it's, correct me if I'm wrong too. It feels like this is taking a long time too. <laughs> Like I feel like he's been visiting teams and talking to teams now for a couple weeks. Here, like, let's here's wrap the secret, this thing up. though. Here's the secret thing. Here's the secret. Thirty years old, two years of injuries. He doesn't want to participate in mini camps and OTAs. Oh, is that what's going on? That type of thing. He can just come in. Oh, I love that. People know what to expect of, of him once he gets into fall camp uh, or gets into to training camp. Like he can skip all this nonsense. Wh- whatever team he's going to be on, will know how to use him and will use him. So he'll get targets. Lion share of the targets, so I, I don't. I don't mind a thirty-year-old taking taking wear and tear off of his body in an off-season. That doesn't. That, that makes doesn't sense. Me. But I, I, I think uh, I think it's gonna it's gonna take probably a couple more weeks. You may take a couple more visits. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. But I don't think it lands on the Titans or the Patriots. Oh, really? I don't think it lands on the Titans or the Patriots. Patriots more likely to me because I think there's some level of desperation to try to get Mac Jones some help. Uh, get more get more receivers with Jacoby Myers out the door, um, but Titans, you need you need you need to understand where you're moving as a franchise before you make an investment like that. Now, that will do it for overreaction and not an overreaction. Um, today, Brad Beal has basically made it known to the Wizards franchise that he is willing to make something happen. And, and work together with the Wizards to facilitate a trade should teams, uh, should that team, the Wizards, elect to sort of rearrange their roster and go into full rebuild mode. And uh, I, I know there's been some discussions about the Grizzlies and Brad Beal in the past. I think that ship has sailed. But if they're going into full rebuild mode, there's a, there's a name I think we need to pay attention to for the Grizzlies' sake that would make a whole lot of sense, a whole lot of sense as the potential 
number four as a potential missing piece. We'll talk about that when we return on the Gabe Kuhn Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Feel as they're appointed duty. They keep trying to tell me here. Back in on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Getting an engagement ring is always a massive decision. We, we completely understand that. But Robert Irwin Jewelers is the decision you should make when you go get that engagement ring. Why? Because you have peace of mind. The meant-to-be guarantee is fantastic. You can buy your, your loose diamond or your ring, custom-made engagement ring at Robert Irwin Jewelers. And then if it all goes bad, if there's some issues, you have 365 days. You have a year to go return that. And they also have more choices in every budget. They have the largest collection of natural diamonds and a large selection of lab-grown diamonds. So you're going to have options. Um, and, and they make designing your engagement and, and your engagement ring risk-free and easy. Every designer diamond engagement ring mounting at Robert Irwin Jewelers is fully customizable to accommodate the center diamond size and shape and in the metal color of your choice. They, they can make a custom engagement ring from a picture. You can bring them a picture or a drawing, and they can handle that for you. They have a 3D printing machine where you can really see what you're getting before you actually get it. Howie and his family have been choosing engagement rings for the Mid-South for 40 years, going on 40 years. He knows what we all like, rings you won't see everywhere else, and the biggest, brightest diamond. There's less stress in a comfortable atmosphere. I know it can be sometimes, for, for us guys, tough to show up to the store and tell the people behind the counter what you want, but they will make you at home. No dumb questions. Diamond shopping at Robert Irwin Jewelers is not intimidating. It's a big purchase, and they understand that, and they want it to be a life-changing event and a good event for you. So ask questions and take your time. And right now during the summer of a 1,000 engagement sale, ask now and pay later. They have great financing options, like 24-month no interest or take up to 60 months to pay with a low APR. Uh, for a limited time, you can buy one wedding band and get a second one half off. And if you're, let's say you're already married, uh, have an engagement ring and you want to upgrade it, now's the time to do that too. Robert Irwin Jewelers is where you can do that at. They have six locations, including the one on Perkins Extended. Or you can go online at rijewelers.com. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers. Now, real quick, before we hop into... Uh, sort of the news of the day, and that has to do with Brad Beal in the NBA um, helping potentially facilitate a trade if the the front office members and the ownership of the Wizards decide to move on and, and rebuild. Um, there is a uh, there's a hiring on the Grizzlies' part. Patrick St. Andrews, he will be hired as an assistant coach. Um, he worked with Taylor Jenkins in Milwaukee, and also our guy Parker Fleming pointed this out. He was uh, hired as an assistant video coordinator in 2014-15 with the Hawks. He's very familiar with Taylor Jenkins. And then he was promoted to head video coordinator for 16-17, been a coach since. Um, he is uh, – Parker put it out there. He, he tried to do the uh, the old uh, – Spolstra? Eric Spolstra thing. <laughs> so Patrick St. Cloud is going to be on that staff going into next year. So let's welcome – or not St. Cloud, Patrick St. Andrews, I should say. Uh, but Patrick That's a St. Movie. Andrews. You're thinking of a movie. Yes, Charlie yeah. St. Cloud. Charlie St. Cloud. But, but, yeah, but Patrick bad. St. Andrews is going to be uh, an assistant coach for the Grizzlies going into next year. Now, um, on the Brad Beal front, Brad Beal 
has said he will work with the Wizards if the Wizards elect to reset their roster and go to a full rebuild. And I got to say, Connor, off top, they should have been. It, it's it about damn be, time. They should be in a full rebuild. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, it's about should, damn time. And, and honestly, for Brad Beal, I don't blame him. He keeps getting max contracts. Yeah. So, like, keep taking your max contracts. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, this is a guy that the, straight up was like, the, I'll take I, the money. I don't want to do the winning is overrated thing, but if you're getting 250, 200 million per contract, keep taking your 200 he million per said, contract. He kind of said, yeah, as long as I'm getting paid, I don't really care yeah, much about the out. winning. Shout out. Now, for Brad Beal, there's been a lot of discussion about him potentially being a Grizzly. Now, I will say this. I don't think there needs to be any discussion. One, I don't think there's a trade out there that could potentially work to, to for salary matching purposes and everything else to bring Brad Beal to Memphis. And also, with the emergence of Desmond Bain, do you need another guy like that who can create off the dribble? I mean, you can always use those type of guys. We understand that. Um, but Desmond Bain's emergence really keeps me away from trying to you know, hang my hat on the Grizzlies going and finding another relatively overpaid guy. Like, you don't need that on the roster right now. Um, but I think the Heat are sort of the, the potential suitor for Can Brad I, Beal, and that would make some sense. So, no, I fully agree with you. I think that the Grizzlies already have their Bradley Beal, and his name is Desmond Bain. I would much rather roll with Desmond Bain for the price that he's going to be for the skill set yes. that he has. I think that he affects 100%. winning basketball. I think that Bradley Beal is an excellent, excellent player. He is an all-NBA-level guy. I just don't think he fits for the Grizzlies right now. Here's the thing about Bradley Beal, too. He's a one or a two, or maybe at the worst a three. He's yeah. going to get his shots up, and I don't think you need that sort of affecting the Grizzlies' pecking order at the right. moment. Ja, Jaron, Dez at the top. You put in a vet like Brad Beal, he's going to want to get his shots off. That that just It just doesn't make sense from a fit perspective and the money perspective and trying to go make a trade happen. That, that doesn't make sense. And also he has a no-trade clause, so he'd have to waive the no-trade clause to go to Memphis, to come to Memphis. Right. And would he do that? Probably not in the end of the day. I hate to break it to you. So Andy Bailey over at Bleacher Report put out a couple of deals for teams that he believes that Bradley Beal would want to go to. I'm going to run them by you real quick okay. and just quickly yay or nay them. First one up is the Heat, which I think would, would make a lot of sense. This is going to be Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry, a 2027 first round for Bradley Beal and Monte Morris. Yeah, You do, do that. Jimmy you, Butler, Brad Beal, Bam Adebayo, Core, love it. Yep, I don't think that's bad at all. For Philly, Tobias Harris and a 2029 first round pick for Bradley Beal. Yeah, I don't. I mean, would the would the Wizards want that? I don't think the Wizards would want that. <laughs> yeah, so I think the Wizards I'd say would say yay no. if they can make the seventy yeah, six. If you're the Sixers, you're like, yeah. are you sure? Hell yeah, Tyrese Maxey is the lead point, if you will, <laughs> yeah. without James Harden in the fold, then Brad Beal being that off guard. I would love that, but it just seemed that's that that Tobias Harris. If you're trying to rebuild a roster, having that contract. On your books and just one pick? No. I don't, I don't know. If this one's almost that. flipped. This is a Boston deal, which I just – no yeah, way Boston's going to do this. If the 76ers can make that happen, absolutely. Yeah. No way Boston would do this, but it would be Jalen Brown, uh, Gallinari uh, for Bradley Beal in a 2027 first round. No thank you. If I'm Boston, no. pass. Hard no. pass. Why? So you're trading, you're, trading, you're trading away one of the best two-way wings in the league for a one-way wing who's really, really offensively inclined that really I think is about to – Besides the dribbling aspect of the game, very similar to Jalen Brown offensively. Yes, right I from agree. a creation and shooting standpoint. So no, that's, I, I that's think the you'd one be that, getting worse. And defense. also, I think the ball, the Celtics today have said they're not really interested in the in the Brad Beal sweepstakes. Right, and I don't think they should be. They shouldn't be. They're going to have to pay a lot of money the next two years to keep Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum in the fold. Uh, well, in in sort of offloading Jalen Brown to go get a guy like Bradley Beal just doesn't. 
doesn't equate. doesn't make sense to me. And especially if you're giving up Gallinari and picks as well. It's just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Now, this is one that I find very interesting. The Knicks. Okay. R.J. Barrett. Let's hear it. Evan Fournier. And a 2024 first for Bradley Beal. Ooh. Ooh. I like this. If you're rebuilding, that makes sense for both sides. R.J. Barrett's kind of been a... Uh, he he was he's was good this season. He's but he's but he's not he's not what you he's not what you thought he'd be at number three, right? You know, um, but he's young, and the Wizards. I mean, if you want to rebuild, you start with a young piece, and I think R.J. Barrett could be that guy. He's a decent scorer. He can get off the dribble defensively. He can be plus at times. So no, I I, I think that would that's probably the one that makes the most sense to me. Although the Heat seem like they're going to go hard after. Uh, after Bradley Beal. I like the song. Heat and the Knicks. I think that the Heat and Knicks make sense for both sides. I think the other two were trash. Yes, I agree. I agree. And the Celtics, it's just, you have what you need. There's no reason just for the Celtics around. to break up that duo. Build There's around. no reason. Build around. I know people will keep pushing that, uh, banging that drum, though. Other teams are. The yeah. other other fan bases and People who teams. want Jalen Brown will keep trying, to, keep trying to push that out there. Now, Bradley Beal may not make sense for the Grizzlies, but I want to pose something to you, Connor Dunning. And, and this has been posed before. He makes $13 million a year. He has a player option this year, so you'd have to probably go through a sign-in trade to go make it happen. But what do we think about a guy like Kyle Kuzma on the Grizzlies? If they're going for a full rebuild, Kyle Kuzma's 27. Um, he's coming up on the end of a contract. Why wouldn't the Wizards want to offload him? 21-point-per-game score last year. Shoots around 34% from three. Uh, a sizable plus-size wing that you can that you can really – that you can really sort of bring in, and, and he could be your number four from a scoring perspective. He can create. Um, I, I get there's some thoughts out there that he's a chucker of sorts, which he can be at times, but I think that his type of player would fit well as the number four behind this this three we have in Memphis. Pretty, It would be substantial, and he sort of fits the need of – We've talked about Dylan Brooks leaving and you, you, losing that defensive prowess, and that's why OG Ananobi comes up. You want a more efficient guy on the offensive end, and you want to keep some of that defense. But at the same time, I've said it on this show. Multiple people have said it. I think the offensive side is what you need to focus on if you're the Grizzlies. You need to space the floor better, which Kyle Kuzma can do, and you need to find a way in the half court to be better. And I think Kyle Kuzma can provide you with with those needs. Um, but wait, Obviously, you'd have to facilitate a sign and trade. Go make that happen. Go make the money work. But Kyle Kuzma to the Grizzlies does give me that's intriguing at the very least. I think it makes a lot of sense. I think it makes a lot of sense for the Grizzlies. I've been a big fan of Kyle Kuzma's over the last few seasons. I thought that he was effective when he was a Laker. I thought it was a mistake for them to move off of him. While I also fully understand why they needed to. I don't know, man. I, I like him. I think that he would be a really good fourth option for the Grizzlies. I also think that he would be more prone to want to fall into that role than people want to believe. He, he's, he's talked about how he's a fan of the Grizzlies and Memphis over the years. I think he makes a lot of sense. To your point, though, he does have a player option coming up, so he would, have, he would opt into that, and it would be a sign-and-trade and an extension type of deal yeah. for him. But if you want to talk about it that way, we, Jeff kind of touched on it yesterday, You know that would lock him up again. So you would have four legit guys – for the next yes. few years if you're the Grizzlies. And I think that that's a pretty good game plan. You could make the money work. And like, you can make he's it making work. $13 million right now. He just coming off a year where he makes 21. 
or where he scored 21 points per game. Maybe he wants a little bit more sure. money, but he's not a guy that's like demanding some type of max contract. He's right. not a guy that's going to get to that $20 million range. It's a little bit outside of the mid-level exception, if that were, but it'd be a sign-and-trade regardless. So, I mean, I, I, I like that fit. I really do. And he can be a chucker at times, but when we talk about Dylan Brooks and what he didn't provide you on the offensive end, he shot under 40%. Kyle Kuzma, for his career, is a 44-45% shooter from the field. That certainly helps you, and uh, I think he'd fit in relatively well. And he's a 27-year-old. He's a bucket uh, he's, man. He's to, to a certain extent, he's a, he's a young vet that I think would help this team uh, pretty dramatically. And I think he'd fit in. Yes, I, think I do very much so. Guys. Especially the, fa- we, the, the big thing that we would get back is the fashion yeah. that we've lost with Dylan. That ha- we have to take into consideration the fashion element. With was Kyle it Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma that big pink sweater? It sure the was. Long- oh. You're damn right it was. Bring it to Memphis, baby. Oh, I want to see. It. I want to see. It. But here's he, what here's he what hasn't, a trade. He hasn't done the Dylan Brooks. Uh, he hasn't done the Dylan Brooks shirt. No shirt showing up. To the <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm, I wouldn't yet. be surprised if he hasn't. If, no, but I will has. say. I guess we would be missing that. Uh, we we are missing the the fashion part without Dylan. But don't bring that damn pink sweater anywhere near. I'll take it. I take <laughs> right, it. Here, here's what a trade form. could potentially look like for him. Z, Tyus, 25 in the Warriors pick for Kuz. It's not, I mean. Feels like a no-brainer. Why would you, why would you, absolutely, absolutely. And I know people are going to latch on to Tyus because of the suspension we're probably going to see from, from uh, uh, for, for John Morant, but at the same time, like, he is, he is your best player asset. So if you're going to go make a move to try to get that last final piece in your starting lineup, he is the guy that has to fall on the sword, if you will. He's the guy you're going to have to involve. He makes a good amount of money for salary matching. That's the guy. I would love that trade. Say it again one more time. It would be Z, Tyus, 25, and the Warriors pick for Kyle Kuzma. I, I love it. And then you'd extend Kyle Kuzma. It would be a sign-and-trade uh, extension. No, I love that. I love that. And then we're talking about a starting lineup. Steven Adams, Kyle Kuzma, uh, Jaron, uh, Bain, and Ja. Pretty good. That's pretty damn good. Pretty good. And you don't really lose a lot of depth in that trade. Like, I know that Z, they still have belief in Z, but you'd still get to keep those young guys. You'd still be, get to make a, a pick in this draft. You'd still be able to maybe make a potential move in a trade if one, if they wanted one of those young guys still. I just think I think it's a good move because the Grizzlies have some flexibility right now, and I think that Kyle Kuzma is a realistic target for the Grizzlies to go after. We were talking about it yesterday. We've got to get realistic with these targets. Mikael Bridges... OG would be great. They would be great. Those are home run gets. I'm not 100% sure they're going to be able to get them. I have, you know, caution about making trades with Masai, considering how he has publicly made both it known that guys, he only wants to win both trades. Both of those guys you mentioned, OG and Macau, you have to liter- you have to give up so much. You're giving up Tyus and then just about every pick that you have for the future, including the Warriors 24 pick. You're giving up everything. This way you get to keep some of your future assets – you, you offload Tyus Jones, that hurts in the moment, but I think long-term you're going to – you're probably thinking about offloading Tyus anyway. This so. is one of those marginal moves. It would be, you know, not dissimilar from the Nuggets going out and getting Aaron Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Aaron Gordon, from a defensive perspective, definitely gives you a lot more. But, uh, I, again, I think the, the Grizzlies, as much as you want to focus on finding the, Dil- the quote-unquote Dylan replacement, find somebody on offense who's not as terrible. Who's <laughs> not? Who's more efficient? More efficient. Who yeah. can give you more in the half court? Because that's what the Grizzlies. When you get into playoff basketball, you have to strengthen your half court offense. That's why the Nuggets were able to win the NBA Finals. They were so good in the half court. They had a lot of guys who could facilitate. Well, mostly Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. 
But you have to find guys who can help you run half-court offense. That's the Grizzlies' big struggle right now, and I think Kyle Kuzma is sort of a missing piece. He could be a missing piece. Now, there's other guys that we'll bring up throughout the offseason, but right now, considering what's going on with the Wizards, if they go into full rebuild mode and Bradley Beal is offloaded, I would imagine Kyle Kuzma may be up for grabs as well. And that trade that you just said, Z, Tyus, and a couple of picks, I think that could, I think that could work. I really think that could work. Now, we'll ask Jeff Calkins if he thinks that works. We'll do that on the other side, right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.